0: Our next guest, I want to get his thoughts on what was one of the most extraordinary innings you'll ever see in cricket. And cricket legend Mark War is on the line. Mark, good morning. I think you tweeted afterwards that only three or four players in the history of the game could have played in innings like Glenn Maxwell. Can you tell us who those players might have been? Yeah. Mark, good morning.
1: Yeah, you guys, know, guys, that's a tough question to start with, but... Um... Yeah. Yeah, look, I, I don't think there's many players who could bat like that, and you know, I think over the years, I'd, I'd definitely say Div Richards would be one. Yep. Um, Kapil Dev, maybe from India, back, you know, back in that era as well. And then I think in the modern era, maybe A. B. de Villiers would be one guy. Yeah. Who, who could bat like that? But not many more. So. I thought you might have put yeah.
0: Gilly in there too. Maybe Gillchrist. Oh, yes, Gilly, yeah. yes. good yeah.
1: call, good call, right? Yeah, yeah, we'll take Gilly for sure. Um, but yeah, it's just he's just got to feed his talent, Glenn Maxwell, and. In those sort of conditions, uh, against that type of bowling, he just he just pulverises that sort of bowling. And in a funny way, the fact he was a bit incapacitated with the cramping, it actually I think it helped him. It actually narrowed the range of shots he could play down to a certain few. And if you look at Glenn Maxwell over the years, probably the one the weakness he does have is he's got four or five shots for every delivery, and often you know he doesn't execute the right one. So I think in a funny way. Because he could only basically hit it through mid wicket and back over cover and not come down the wicket, it sort of that narrowed his focus. And um, yeah, he's just he's got a freakish talent to, to to hit the ball, you know, when other players can't hit it like he did on, on that mm. game.
2: He's always been a freakish talent, Mark. Howe, It's Neil Breen here. Hey, he, he's always he's always been like that, but he's always let himself down with odd dismissals, and he mm. he's kind of had an up and down career. But it's amazing now. No matter what he's done before or what he's done after, his career will end and everyone will always go, you know what, he was a great player pretty much because of this one <laughs> inning. So it almost, almost seals the deal on him.
1: Well, you're right. I mean, throughout his career, I've always said that he's one of the most talented players I've ever seen. And he's, he probably hasn't done himself justice, to be fair, you know, if you, you look at his yeah. whole career. Um, he's had. Innings like the other night, and even the hundred against the Netherlands, biggest World Cup mm-hmm. hundred. So he's played two two of the best innings of all, all time in have over cricket in the last you know two weeks. So he's just had that talent, but it's just been able to harness that talent, which has been you know um, difficult for him at times because you know as a bachelor, and he's just got so many options. You know when he threw each ball, you know a normal player would probably hit a cover drive, and he'll probably look to reverse sweep it. So it's just been a matter of, I guess. Um, just restraining himself at times, which he, um, he struggles to do. But you'd rather him on your team um, than, than playing against you because he's a great fielder too. Mm-hmm. And his bowling has been do his bowling has been pretty handy throughout this tournament as well. So you know he'll go down as, as one of our great white ball players of all time and a player that um, just does things other players can't do.
2: I reckon that innings has also shown Mark that... Changing nature of world cricket because it was played against Afghanistan, but mm. hardly anyone's gone. Oh, I was only against Afghanistan. But remember when uh, twenty mm. odd, twenty years ago, I think it was when Matt Hayden broke the world record in, in, when he in Darwin, wasn't no, three hundred and eighty in Perth, Perth. against in Perth? Zimbabwe, yeah. Yeah. and everyone yeah. goes, oh, "I was just against Zimbabwe." It's a bit of a shame he's knocked off Lara's record, of... mm. <laughs> but but you know we're not saying that now, are we? Because cricket's changing.
1: Well, Afghanistan—they've been probably the find of the tournament. Um, there's been three or four really disappointing teams in this tournament: um, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, Pakistan, England, mm-hmm. Netherlands. You know, they are what they are. They, you know, they're an emerging nation. But Afghanistan have been the one team that have, have actually played exceptionally well. They've probably been the fifth best team in the tournament, and they should, have, they should have really beaten us easily in that game. As Majid catches that catch, which an underrated catch when Maxwell was thirty, they beat us by 150. Afghanistan yeah. in that yeah. game. So. Yeah. You know, they've they've really come on in leaps and bounds. They've got really good bats from now. Um, They've got some decent fast bowls, and they've always had good spinners, which they had the other night. I don't think they bowled particularly well to Grand Maxwell, They did serve it up on a bit of a platter to him. but they are one of the, the better teams coming through, and they showed that in the tournament. If they could only catch... If they could field and catch, they probably wouldn't have made the semi. So that's mm. the one area they still going to improve on. But there's no doubt about it that. The batting and the bowling is has gone to a, a different level.
0: Yeah, good point. Uh, Mark the final game in the uh, first phase of the tournament is tonight: India versus Netherlands. India should win to go into the semi-finals, nine and oh. They'll then play New Zealand on Wednesday night. Australia plays South Africa mm. on Thursday night. Firstly, with Australia. Um, obviously Maxwell will come back in, I I dare say Stoinis comes out, and then Stark will come back in for Abbott. Um, South Africa are playing great cricket. This is going to be tough.
1: It will be tough. And the thing is now, it's a knockout tournament with these four teams. So whatever's happened in the first part of the tournament is actually totally irrelevant. Now it's a different pressure. First part of the tournament, you could afford to drop a game and you'd still be in it. But if if you lose now and play poorly on the day, you're out. So... Forget about what's happened leading up to the semi-finals. It's now whoever who plays best under pressure can get through to this tournament. So I think any, any of the four teams can win it, obviously. Um, but on form, you have to say India are the team to beat. But the Australia South Africa semi is a tough one for us because South Africa we've got a good recent record against us yeah. um, in the last couple of months, and now they're firing. Their batting order is, is so dangerous. You know they've got Quinton de Kock, got Henrik Klassen, they've got Markham, they've got Miller, Van der Dusen. All these guys are making a lot of runs, so you know, they're going to test us. They're going to, they're going to bat well, and it's just a matter of who performs best under pressure. So not an easy game at all, um, but the best teams have got through, so anything can happen now. Mm.
2: What worries me, Mark, is South Africa's long overdue in a World Cup. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, they are. I mean, I, mean I guess their challenge as a nation, South Africa, is, is playing under pressure and winning the big mm. games, So that's been their problem. As far as I can remember, when I played against them, obviously we, we got lucky against them a few times, but just the big games, um, you know, they didn't quite perform. But you got to remember, that this group of players, that's got nothing to do with them. You know, yeah, they're yeah. a fresh group of players, these South Africans, um, so they don't really have the battle scars of the guys in my era. So, yeah, they're, they're due, that's right. I mean, you know, they're they're going to be hard to beat. And India are due as well. I mean, they've been such a dominant team in, in white ball cricket in the last 10, 15 years without winning a lot of trophies. So you could say that they're due as well. It's going to be interesting. It's fascinating, yeah.
0: Yeah, Australia, great run chase last night on the back of Mitch Marsh's 177 yeah. not out. Steve Smith, 63 not out. They chased down Bangladesh's 306. But if you're captain of Australia on Thursday night and you win the toss, what does Mark Waugh do?
1: Well, I think you've got to look at the conditions. But South Africa seem a lot more comfortable posting Correct. target than chasing yeah. a, tar- a target. Yeah. So that will weigh into the, the factor of what Australia do if they win the toss. Look, I personally, I love, I love runs on the board no matter where you play, and especially in big games. So if I was winning the toss, I'd be batting first, especially the way the conditions have been. It's been extremely hot you know, up front. You know, you, you stand in the field for 50 overs, then you've got to go and bat. It's, it's not easy. So you know, I think it's going to be a big toss because we know South Africa will probably bat first given their record doing that, and Australia will probably do the same. So, yeah one of those tosses which you probably do want to win because normally it doesn't make a lot of difference in 50 over cricket, but I think this one might make a bit of a difference.
2: We can seem to like chasing this Pat Cummings Yeah, team. well, I guess it depends
1: what team you're playing, the standard of bowling and how many mm-hmm. you're chasing. Uh, look, I mean, we've we chased obviously very well against Afghanistan and Bangladesh, but this is but South Africa are a different level. You know, they're a different level of bowling bowling to what those run chases would been. you know, if you... you, you Batting against good bowling, chasing six or seven and over from the get-go, it's a lot of pressure. You have a couple of batters with the bat, you're up against it. So, you know, I think posting runs is, is a key in, in big games, personally.
0: Yeah. Uh, Mark, one person who's not often spoken about in the light of what Maxwell's done and what Mitch Marsh has done and some of the batters, but Adam Zampa's role for this team can't be understated. He's basically our only spinner. I know Maxie has mm. bowled some yeah. overs, but he's our only spinner in the squad, so he's had to carry pretty much the bowling attack in terms, given that they're spinner-friendly wickets. He has done a super job for Australia in this tournament. He
1: has. He's, he's what, one of the leading wicket takers in this tournament? Most, most
0: wickets so far. Yep.
1: Most wickets yeah. And it's funny, the first two games he looked totally out of yep. form and even his first three overs against Sri Lanka he went for 25, I think off his first three overs. Then he got a couple of guys caught out on the fence and then from then on, he's just he's been a changed bowler. You know, He's picked mm. up four wickets, three games in a row, and threes and twos, and he's back to his best. So it just shows you what a bit of confidence does. Because against South Africa in the pre-tournament uh, tour, he was getting smacked all over the place. First two games, the same. But now he's found his rhythm, he's found his length. He's, he's got the tendency just to bowl a little too, bit too full when he's not bowling particularly well. Mm. But at the moment, he's, he's got, he's got the, the ball on a on string and he's, got, he's in the zone, and he's, he's a key bowler. I mean, you're right, he's our only spinner. Well, Max has done a great job, but without Zampa, we're not winning too many games. So he's, he's vital to our bowling attack. As is someone like Mitchell Stark, who hasn't been at his best, so I'm looking forward to him maybe bouncing back to his best because he hasn't quite been there so far in the tournament. So there's some improvement to mm-hmm. come in our bowling attack as well.
0: Um, Brady wants to ask you a question about what's coming up in the summer of cricket, but just quickly, Mark, these two semifinals on Wednesday and Thursday night, just your tips, India versus New Zealand is the first of them, and of course, Australia, South Africa are on a Thursday night.
1: Well, I've, I've got to go with India against New Zealand. I think New Zealand have done well again, and they've, they've, they've had a couple of great finds in this tournament. Ravinder, yeah, a player. beautiful, bat, yeah. he's, he's an excellent player. I just think India's got too much strike power. The only thing with India is if Sharma, right? Sharma and Coley happened to fail, there's there's a bit of an experience in their batting line. I think yeah, that'll be the only question mark I've got against them, but they're mm. bowling so well in this. So India to beat New Zealand, and I, I mean, I've got to tip Australia, yeah. don't I, I think... Mm. Um, that this is a real toss-up, this game. So uh, hopefully Australia can be at the best and they, they can beat South Africa.
2: Yeah, for sure. Hey, Mark, I, I just I feel as though this summer, coming after this World Cup's over, is a bit of a holding pattern summer. We're, mm. we're hosting Pakistan and then there's some the West Windies. Indies West tests, East. but the, mm. they'll be a little bit later on, you know, like the tests start a touch later. What do you make of those two touring teams?
1: Um. <laughs> Well, the West Indies would need to improve on what they shot us last summer.
2: Oh, wouldn't they?
1: Um, they're, they're, actually, they, they hung in there with the bat. But they're pretty ordinary. Pakistan, you never know what you're going to get. I mean, potentially, they do have a pretty good side. You know, they've got some class bats and obviously led by Bubba. They've got some good, fast bowlers. Um, so you'd expect them to play well. Um, but, I mean, to be honest, I mean, it's these days, it's the Ashes and the... The test matches against India are the big, you know, crowd favourites, and you know that's yeah. the, the, the two series you really want to watch. But um, you know, you can't have them every season. So, look, you, you don't know. I mean, something might pop up. You, you know, it is sport, so it's in these two two horse races. You never know. There might be some upsets. So, you know, hopefully, the West Indies play a bit of Calypso so brand of cricket, and you know, in Pakistan, they've, they've got some class players. They should be very competitive so yeah you never know Brenny, but uh it does look a little bit flat compared to
2: say Australia India or Australia yeah
0: India. I just like watching Australia win so I don't care oh, right. <laughs> I just Watch love it what I, love I like watching see, it, I like
2: seeing a bit of a contest oh, you know what I mean yeah yeah, do, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I, I guess so we saw one yesterday at Rose you mentioned horse race Mark we saw a contest yesterday at Rose Hill Kim's got a pretty good horse this little mare shadows of love gee she was good yeah
1: yeah, I reckon she is. Pretty good race. She's, mm. um, you know who she reminds me of? Great news a more yep. that we had who just recently retired last year. I think very similar sort of mare. You know, mm. got um, good ability, good turn of foot, natural, sort of got a bit of natural pace so you can put her anywhere in the race and she's got a, you know, that turn of foot, you know, turn of foot will win you a race any day of the week one. I mean, yesterday shows her love at the 200 mark, you know, she was blocked for a run and she you know, she mm-hmm. looked at me into one, um, and then, you know, that turn of foot—you can get out of jail, can't you? With the turn of foot. In the last yep. time, she sort of sprouted wings. So, I, I think she's definitely—you um, know—she she can win a listed tight race, take her through her grades now. But I think she's got—you know—better things in, in store for, her for sure. Well,
0: she ran the last six hundred. I was doing some work on it last night, Mark. In thirty-three seven nine, despite the fact she had an interrupted run, and she yeah. closed off the last two hundred eleven fifty four again when she had. Um, not clear galloping room for a portion of that sectional. So it it was a remarkable win.
1: Yeah, look, those times, obviously, yeah, they could be a lot quicker because basically from the 600 to the 200, she was buffeting around and trying to get out and get a run. So she was sort of going three-quarter pace. And even the last 200, she only really got clear the last, I'd say, 125. And then Mm. she sort of had to balance up then. So... Yeah, that's that, that turn of foot that you know the only the good horses have, and you know they, you, you win races that you probably shouldn't win. when You've got that turn of foot, so exactly. she'll probably run. I think in two weeks at the Gong meeting, I'd say there's a actually there's another midway she could run in there, seventy two four hundred. Or I think there's a Phillies and mares seventy eight twelve hundred. So a couple of nice races for her um, down at the, at the Gong.
0: Mm. The, the, the old days when you try and. Testament stakes grade. You don't have to do it anymore, do you, Mark? Because the prize money yeah. is so good, you can work your way through the grades and yeah. and build your rating up slowly.
1: Well, that's that's, that's the thing there's, there's, you know you just work your way through the grades. So if you if you happen to put her in a good race now and she won it, you know she'd probably go up the way the benchmark system is. She'd probably go up, at you know, twelve sixteen yeah. benchmark points. So that would make it you know very difficult for the rest of her career. So it's nice to just pick off wins. Um, through along the way, and then you you, you get to the you know, the listed races. Um, you know, with with three or four wins that you might not get if you go straight to a listed race. So great. yeah, it's yeah. not as easy as it looks. But I think, you know, it's it's the prize money's there just to pick these yeah. races off along the way through. Exactly.
2: Yeah, you can miss, you can miss yeah. out on a stack of price money Correct. if you go to the yeah. List, yeah, yeah. the listed races Because you limit early. your options, don't you? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, it,
1: it should it, it should with the listed races should be great. Like now, she'd probably go from a benchmark seventy horse to a. And eighty six, and all of a sudden, you know, you're racing the, you know, the, you know, the really top horses. You get up into the eighties and nineties, you, you're racing very, very good horses. So at the mm-hmm. moment, you know, it's it's never easy to win any race. The strength of racing in Sydney at the moment, so you yeah. know, it's it's, it's vital you sort of pick pick apart yeah, for showing sure. um, which is the easiest path, I think. Exactly, yeah.
0: I just one final one. Carmaguay's running the Big Dance. I'm, I'm not saying he would have beaten the tractable, but if he'd drawn a barrier G, he's run an enormous race to run fifth.
1: He did. I mean, he came from twentieth. 20- on Incredible the corner run, and it yeah. wasn't easy to make ground on Melbourne Cup though there mm. at ranwick I think his, his last 600 was about, he was the quickest in the race by a fair margin so yeah, it was a big run. I think if he'd he drawn a bar he'd probably runs a place. Yeah, yeah, he wouldn't have beat, beat the winner because he sort of sat up on the speed and, and, and won super so he's running Saturday at Newcastle I think yep. in an 1850 uh, benchmark eighty eight. Perfect. Perfect. 88 so Perfect. Yeah. Um, it should be, should be ideal for him he's a, he's a nice little horse who I think he can get over more ground. He's by two fellow same mm. size as the Cup winner, so he's bred to stay. And I think he sort of races like you know he's just going to run all days, really clean in. So looking forward to Saturday with him.
0: Exactly. Hey Mark, let's um, looking forward to when, uh, Thursday night when Australia take on South Africa. Let's hope they can get through into the World Cup final. Um, great to see you yesterday in the winners' tour We shadows of love and and thanks for joining us on a Sunday morning, mate.
1: No problem, guys. Good to talk to you. Thanks, Mark.